Welcome to 100 Ways, your simple reminder that you are home wherever you are and that everything is right the way it is right now. I'm your host, Laura Christine, fellow explorer of consciousness and this amazing, beautiful world. Let's get curious, dive into the duh, and find out what's here for us today. Welcome to 100 Ways. This is your daily exploration of self and soul. I'm your host and fellow explorer, Laura Christine. Let's dive in and find our way home. Welcome back. This is the second episode of my conversation with Jared, where we talk about the concept of prisons and the vision we have for how we treat humans who commit what we call crimes. This conversation started in episode three. What do you think about prisons? I don't like the idea. Why not? Prisons dehumanize. They hit only the symptoms, but not the core reason that somebody is acting the way that they are, behaving the way that they are. What do you think about prisons? I mean, that's a really big question. We could go a lot of places with that. Well, maybe a more broad question is, do you think that... There is a segment of society that should be isolated from the rest of society. That segment of society being people who violate social norms in a way that infringes on other people's liberties or the greater good. Right now? Yeah. Because the way that our society is, it's set up for that. Could we evolve eventually to a place where we don't need that anymore? I think so. But not right now. It's not going to happen tomorrow. This is where we started talking about hierarchy, which again, you can listen to on episode three. Jared mentioned that there are people who are unable to restrain themselves from taking what they want, no matter the effect this taking has on others. So looping it back to prisons, the people who can't restrain themselves would be the ones that you feel would need to be separated from the rest of society. I don't know that prison's the right way to do that, but... yeah. I don't want to live in a world where the person with the biggest muscles or the biggest gun or the most thugs rules and is able to rule with force. And I think we're deluding ourselves if we say that that's not going to happen. If we were to eliminate government and eliminate police and eliminate the structure of our society, I think that those people would naturally take over the society and dominate the society. But prisons are fucking evil. And they're inhumane, at least in the ways that I've been exposed to prisons and at least in our society. I don't think we should be putting people there. I feel like we don't treat people in prisons like they're people. Another question I have for myself and for you and for anyone listening is, do you think it's possible that we, as the human race, get to the point where our individual traumas, our collective trauma are healed to the point where every human in society is able to overcome, like where crime is not an issue. So maybe maybe it's worth touching a little bit on what crime is. But crime mostly seems to be centered around around personal property, around this idea that we can own things, and violence towards others. So it's either you're doing something that's taking away from someone else's ability to have the things they want in their life because they can own them and they should be able to own them according to the laws and rules that our society has established today. Or 
that you are doing something that restricts their ability to be free by harming them or by killing them or committing other like acts of violence, sexual violence against another human. Do you think we're able to transcend all that at some point in the future? Do you think there's a path? Maybe we don't understand what that path is in this conversation, but do you think it's possible that we get to a future where crime doesn't exist? It's possible. Anything is possible. And if we all feel that connection with our self-source, we wouldn't feel the need to harm or to steal or to launder money or whatever. So yeah, it is possible. Do I have the answer for you? No. I don't know the road to take. Well, there are all roads. <laughs> all roads lead to home. There are hundreds of ways to nail and kiss the ground. There are infinite ways of doing any one thing. And there are infinite ways of doing something that gets that result. But I don't know how to make the whole society <laughs> like show up for themselves fully. Always. But I do see a shift in people being more curious about themselves and their connection to their soul. Let's just use that. Like instead of source, we'll say to their soul, to that kind of part of them that feels like it's more transcendent. You're sensing a shift in humanity towards understanding a greater truth or understanding their connection to like humans are starting to spend more of their brain power or consciousness or whatever investigating source their connection to god or the universe etc so the prison system that we have now says you did a thing and we're going to punish you for it because we believe that you used your free will to go um, fuck with a part of society that we didn't want you to we the collective didn't want you to with really no acknowledgement of how the person developed the capabilities to to do those things Mm -hmm. or why they would even be motivated to do that, to kill someone, to rob a a store, to um, rape someone, to do whatever acts of violence or things that we call illegal. So the future that I am envisioning is one where the thing that we call a prison is really a place where certain members of society go to heal, to find their path through the trauma, to understand the trauma, to understand their connection to it and their own responses to it and how they might respond differently in the future. And maybe that will take the rest of their lives. But the system that we're in now where we sit and say, well, you did X crime, uh, and the punishment for that is that you will spend the next 60 years behind bars so you can think really hard about your crime. And that doesn't work no it doesn't work for even in the case of my local case of my kids when my kids do something bad or you know a thing that i call bad you know one pulls the other one's hair i could set them in the corner and be like think really hard about why you did that they're not going to think about it yeah and to equate like adults to children here is maybe not the best example but there's always a reason and in the case of violence and things that we call crime I would say that reason is often trauma. And under, as a society, we need to start to understand that more. Absolutely. The future I envision has centers for healing, not centers for punishment. I don't have anything to add to that because that's how I feel too. We go in and address the trauma, not the 
symptom of the trauma so much. And they all need to have large corporate sponsors too. I just want to put that out there. We need to continue to perpetuate capitalism because that's the solution. Okay, he's joking about the corporate sponsorship. <laughs> However, it makes a sort of sweet segue for me to talk about self-sufficiency. And actually, I believe that self-sufficiency is an oxymoron. I legit cannot provide everything that I need for myself. None of us can. However, the measure of self-sufficiency seems to be whether or not someone is able to ask others for the support that they need. I have no desire to beg for money. I am creating this podcast because this is the way life is living itself through me. And I would always invite your assistance in the continuation of this work through financial contribution. This is not only for the cost it takes to produce the podcast and the tools I use for it, which are more than you might expect, but it also helps me get gas for my car when I'm traveling around and meeting all the people and having the experiences that I'm having. It helps me fuel my body, and eventually I would love to have a stable four walls and a roof over my head. I don't know how you feel about having that, but I'd love that. Well, that or a yurt. I think a yurt would be pretty badass, too. If this podcast can get me there, like, I'm mind blown. <laughs> what a fucking amazing synergy of life loving living itself. Okay, so I've set up. I just did this and it's really exciting. I set up a buy me a coffee page where you can offer a one-time donation. You can sign up to support the show monthly and you can even book a rune numerology or tarot year reading under the readings tab. I'm so excited about it. It's really cool. Thank you so much. I am absolutely thrilled to have you in this community. I would love to know what you think about prisons if you've ever been in a prison, what your experience has been, if you know someone or are close to someone who's been in prison, what their experience has been and your experience of having had that person in prison, and what are your visions for prisons or that kind of idea in the world that we are building. Thank you so much. I am blessed to be here with you. I am sending you all my love, and then some more. Talk to you tomorrow. Thank you for exploring with me today. I would love to continue this conversation with you. We can do that at laurachristine.us. You'll find contact in the menu, or you can go to laurachristine.us slash contact, and you'll be taken right to it. Let's dive in a little deeper and see how fully we can flow with the duh. Thank you for being here. I would love to hear from you. Go to laurachristine.us to let me know your thoughts on this. And remember, as Rumi said, there are hundreds of ways to kneel and kiss the ground. Also, you can't fuck it up. I said that.